books on books on the brain. <laughs> Welcome back to books on the podcast. Books. <laughs> it's not the name of our podcast welcome back to books on the brain a podcast of books and nonsense (laughs) i'm deirdre and i'm danielle (laughs) oh it took us three seasons to (laughs) royally screw that one up I liked it. I think it's got a nice ring to it. Books on, on the podcast. podcast. <laughs> on the podcast. That's our after hours show. Books on the podcast, baby. Oh, how are you? Show. Um, how's everything? Sorry, I'm just drinking my water. Um, <clears throat> I'm good. Uh, I feel like I have finally like reached the like over the hump of being sick. Okay. Um, okay. I was sick for like two weeks. um and up until yesterday like I was still feeling a lot in my throat and I still have like a little bit of congestion and my throat isn't like fully clear but my energy is up I did my laundry today and I feel like I can you know see the end of this where I'm like yeah I'm back to 100% heck yeah what about you how are you um, I'm doing great. I had my orientation for my PS2, so my professional semester two for my teaching degree. Nice. Um, I got placed in another elementary school. They said, can't get rid of her. Can't get rid of her. Put her in elementary again, uh, which is low-key kind of unheard of because usually you get placed elementary, middle school, and then high school for your three professional semesters. Oh. But I'm in, in placed in two elementary placements, which is fine because you know what? I'm learning lots and teaching K to five huge spread what a joy um but i'm teaching elementary drama mm. and music and maybe some art but probably mostly just drama uh which is such a treat i'm so excited i was telling teacher before we started i listened to some xylophones and some glockenspiels and some metallophones glockenspiels the little boy little babies um all day today and my ta my teaching advisor halfway through the day puts in these like uh like stage grade earplugs that the district paid for her so she doesn't have hearing loss and she was like you probably want to go get yourself some earplugs and i was like okay <laughs> i will go get idea. some orange earplugs from shoppers and enjoy them but i'm very excited at the very end of the day a kiddo that i taught in my musical theater classes like saw me from the hallway and she was like what are you doing here? And I was like, oh, what are you doing here? And I didn't remember her name. So then I had to like look at my TA and be like, what's a kid's name? Because I taught her a year ago. A year ago. So right. I don't even remember my own name. Uh, and right. She remembered me. And I said, love you. Anyway, I'm doing great. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you had a birthday. Uh, I did. You did. I did. Ancient. It's exciting. It was ex- it was a very good birthday. I went to go see Megan with my bestie Jackie Ooh. in the cheap theater. It yes. was honestly one of the best movies I've seen in probably the past year. Okay. We cried laughing. It was so good. At one point, Megan starts actually at multiple points within the movie. Megan just starts singing, 
Oh. <laughs> just, just sings. Uh, so there's a clip that kind of went viral on TikTok where Megan sings Titanium to the little girl as she's falling asleep as a little puppy. It's, it's just very funny. Like, it's so camp. Sure. And I feel like they were trying to be so serious. And then it just was like, it's beautiful. It is a beautiful piece of art uh, okay. that I feel very strongly about. So if you've not seen Megan, treat yourself. Go see Megan. It's your cheap theater. Megan. Okay. I haven't. The movie we've been talking about at work is Cocaine Bear. Oh. Everybody's thinking about it and thinking about Everyone's... going to see it. Okay, fair. I think I'll wait until it comes out free somewhere. Because I want to go see Missing. I know, I think that one's, it's the one that's, like, it's the sequel to Searching, where it's done all through, like, apps on your phone and laptop, like, it's, like, Zoom calls and FaceTimes and, and vlogs and stuff. It's about this girl whose mom goes missing. Um, It's, it's, the first one, Searching, was really, really good. Um, So I want to go see that one. Guess what I got for my birthday? What? I didn't get any books this year, but guess what I got? You got, you already have a Kindle. <laughs> I found so... it recently, which was nice. <laughs> I lost it for like months. <laughs> is it book related? No. Oh. So um, this is going to be hard. I don't know what I'm going to keep you. Guess everything you think I would want. Did you get a ring light? No, I already have one. Oh. That sounded really pretentious. No, I already have it. Sounded pretentious. A um, switch? It's, do, I already have a switch. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> 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 <sighs> oh my god, I'm so pretentious. I did get a Switch game though, uh, nice. which I was very excited about. It's called all it's called uh, Overcooked All You Can Eat. It was a lot of fun, but I'll tell you what I got. I got a soda stream. Oh. That's fancy. Cuz I hate carbonated water, but I love pop. So now I can make my mm-hmm. own pop without mm-hmm. having to deal with the bottles, which is something that plagues me. Yeah, is bottles because I don't like going to the recycling depot because I feel nervous to bring in bags more bags than I feel like is socially acceptable for one person to bring in. So then I don't bring them and then they just pile in my spare room. I feel yeah. So I'm very excited to not have bottles in my life anymore. And I got I this have... necklace. Ooh, cute! If you're watching Please. on YouTube, you can see. Yeah, go watch on YouTube so you can see my. I feel like a little like mobster today because i'm wearing my i know i really love the layering you've got going on this is my baptism necklaces that i got when i was a baby so this is the virgin mary and jesus (laughs) this is (laughs) and a a cross cross, and then another little cross and then an anchor and a heart wow so but i did wear it tucked in because i was like i don't want to be i'm like i'm not religious but i this is the only gold i own (laughs) right so i was like i I wore it like this all day so no one can see the hey i get it i can feel a cough coming on hold on anyway everybody go follow us on youtube sorry i was plugging while you were sipping it's gonna be uh, an interesting episode let me tell you (laughs) well great segue great segue Um, thank you thank you today's episode is debate night so this was something i pitched to deirdre because i think i thought it would be funny which (laughs) feels like a likely story (laughs) i think 
this would be funny. I, that really it. feels like uh, most of what we put out is one of us yeah. being like, you know what I think would be really funny is if we did this. Yeah. <laughs> I had a dream about this last night. I think we should probably I do think it. we should do it on the podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's worked for us so far. So yeah. Slay. Um, so basically I've gone through and written a whole bunch of prompts. <laughs> and Deirdre's gonna pick a number through one, two, three, four, nine one through nine and then we're gonna debate whatever the question is and then we'll move on once it's had a significant lifespan great so deirdre's picking them because i made the question so i don't want to like i didn't pre-prepare any answers but i don't want to know what's coming up yeah 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 yeah. oh i should have made like a spinner or something i mean you could do like a number generator one through nine i could or I could just guess. You could just also ask Siri. On my brain. Or you could just guess. Um, okay. Are we ready? Yeah. I pick number six. Okay. Who is the biggest bad guy who was written to not be a bad guy? Who is the biggest bad guy who is written not to be a bad guy? Like, who we have society, culturally, decided is a bad guy. I have my answer. That is a question. Maybe you should go first so I can think about it. Because I'm like, I don't know. Great. Gail Hawthorne from The Hunger Games. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Although I think you could probably debate for the fact that he was meant to be a little bit of a like I don't know if he was meant to be like a villain villain, but he's definitely not meant to be like wash his hands of everything. But Gail has become this beautiful scapegoat for everything bad in the world. If someone's a bad guy, he's a Gail Hawthorne, uh, which I love. I think it's so funny. I also think it's funny that he's played by the Hemsworth, who was not nice to Miley Cyrus, because I'm like it's all full circle, baby. Um, yeah. But Gail is awful. Gail in the first book is like, love you, Katniss. And Katniss is like, I have to go die for my family. He's like, okay. And then the second book, he's like, oh, man. Hey, wait a minute. You survived by pretending to be in love with someone? That hurts my feelings. And then the third book, he's like, I'm the police now. Uh-huh. Anyway, my 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 competitor is Gail Hawthorne. Yeah, that I mean, I don't disagree with you. Um, I still am having a hard time coming up with an answer, which feels really embarrassing. I'm like, oh god, uh, is this how this whole game is gonna go? It's gonna be me being like, I don't remember any. You, I will also set the inverse. Who is a who is a bad guy? Um, who was written to be a bad guy, but people make him into a good guy. The Darkling. Like, like, in a bad way. What'd you say? The Darkling. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was I was going to say that, or I was going to say Ryle from It Ends With Us. Correct. Correct. Anyway, debate. Why the Darkling? I feel like... Uh, so, like, obviously the Darkling is the bad guy at the end of everything i feel like that's not a spoiler, spoiler alert <laughs> i feel like it's the darkling not... spoiler alert i feel like it's not a spoiler at this point like it's... the show's been out the books have been out like 
He's played by Ben Barnes. What else do we do? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and <laughs> especially in like the online space, like people love to put the title morally gray on everybody when some people are not morally gray they are evil yeah it's just like like there's nothing there's no redeeming okay for liking the villain (laughs) exactly and it's like it's okay for him to be a villain yeah like he most stories need a villain and i prefer when the villain is somebody who's not redeemable (laughs) i agree because it or if nobody's redeemable right like i feel like it's got to be one or the other um sorry okay so the darkling versus gale who would win in a fight <laughs> the darkling i feel like the darkling gale would... has bombed dear gale has bombed. i know but i just i feel like the darkling would see straight through gale and Gail's not, te- Gail's got nothing going on up there, though. What does he see? That's true. Two fireflies, like, banging into each other? I just nothing don't see there. how Gail is beating the dark, like, to be honest. Because, especially because he's got nothing going on up there. Besides maybe a little hint of strategy, but barely. I think he's a gaslighter. Like, the Darkling is a military guy. He understands how to win a fight. Gales in the military. <laughs> he wears camo in that third movie. The fourth one. Sure. I think they wear camo. Um, I think the two of them would end up teaming up more than lovers. they would actually fight each other. Yeah. <laughs> lovers. Lovers. <laughs> lovers. Okay, I'm fair, still trying fair. to think about who people have uh, made into bad guys. I'm like, is there a woman? There has to be. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm trying to think. Like, I'm like peeking out at my bookshelf. I know, I'm like looking I'm at all my not books. I'm like me at all. Um, maybe like. I was going to say maybe like Jude in The Cool Prince because she's not meant to be the bad guy, but people are like, she's a badass. She's a whatever, whatever. Mm. But I feel like that's not what but you I were really asking. I really don't think so. What'd you say? I said, I feel like that's not what you were asking, though. No, it's not. It's just all my. It's like stuff. a different situation. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I'm happy with your say- answer of Gail because I agree <laughs> with you. I was gonna think maybe it's what's her name from King of Scars, not Oh Zoya. Not the other, yeah. Maybe Zoya like Shadow and Bone. Uh, yeah, Shadow and yeah. Bone, Zoya. Maybe because she's not a okay. villain and she's not villainous. She's just no misunderstood. People are just like <laughs> she's got she's a little meanie sometimes, but who isn't? Yeah. Although okay. I guess she is. Next num- Uh, what's her name's? villain alina is that her name yeah i guess yeah she's like alina's her own villain she is girl needs to get a spine um (laughs) good debate one through nine not six not six okay three 
Okay. Well, funny. <laughs> there's two two Hunger Game questions on this quiz, and this is one of them. Sick. What character would be the first to die in the Hunger Games? In general or Not- in the Hunger Games? In general. I don't want anyone actually in the Hunger Games. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I can't. I, I had a character come to mind, but I do not want to say it because I don't want to talk America about America Singer, books. The Selection. <laughs> Is it Feyre? No. Although I do think, I think there are people that would argue Feyre would actually make it past the, the beginning. I don't think Feyre she would, would win. would try to paint a picture and it would be very bad. <laughs> Feyre um, is Amer- Katniss, so. <sighs> Don't say that. They're both archers. So Okay, but does <laughs> but does Feyre pick up the boat anytime after, what, this first book? The mm-hmm. first chapter of the first book? <laughs> uh, in the trials. But it's a bone. It just it's a, a bow. She throws Spoiler. it like a javelin. Spo- Don't... <laughs> If you got to 2023 and you haven't read Akatar, quick while you're ahead. Quick while you're uh, ahead. On, the, on the SJM train, I think Dorian would die. Oh, yeah. Around one. <laughs> Around one. Totally. Out of there. Totally. That's oh, you funny. know who I don't think Elaine. would make it very far? Is uh, Henry. No. Betty <laughs> LaRue. Henry would be sitting having a whole existential crisis. Um, be like, hmm. <laughs> no, I still think America Singer would die first. I agree. In this election. Actually, I <laughs> I do this all the time. I say I agree with you when I haven't read the book. <laughs> You're like, from what you've told me of it, I agree. I agree. I'll take it. I'll take I agree. It. Uh Bella Swan from Twilight. <laughs> I'd argue <laughs> any of the Cullens also would probably die first. <laughs> Because they'd be too cocky. A hundred percent. They'd be like, hundred I got this. I'm a vampire. they go, wait, I only know how to play baseball. This isn't baseball. <laughs> and then they eliminate it. Right out of there. Um, honestly, I'd say any of the YA protagonists from 2012 would be the first ones gone. Like Triss. I don't think she's lost in very long in the Hunger mm. Games. Realist- real, Because like realistically... She doesn't have a lot of skill. Like, <laughs> she just doesn't have a lot of skills. Yeah. She trains eventually and gets skills, but. Right. Like, are we talking about people who are in the same position Katniss is when Katniss gets to the cornucopia? Like, if the we question. think about their character arcs, like, are we thinking, like, Triss at the same point in the book that Katniss is? Yeah. Or are we like thinking... Bella Swan pre vampire? Yeah, right. Like, are we thinking first half of their own books, or are we thinking whole completed character? I think first half of their books. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, don't think I don't think Mayor Mayor Barrow. Yeah, I don't think she would make it. Like, based where she is at that point in her story, I don't think she would make it there i think there are people that are going to disagree with me but i'm also i'm looking at my bookshelf and i'm like wow i have read a lot of books with some strong (laughs) characters who absolutely (laughs) would make it hell yes the first round of the hunger games uh 
my last submission is Locke from the Cruel Prince series, from the Book of the Air series. He's, I know you don't know who that is. He would not make it. Sorry. He would not make it. Okay. One through nine, not three and six. Nine. Uh, what side should take two? What sidekick should run for prime minister slash president? What sidekick? And extra points, uh, if they don't talk. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I think I have the book right here, so I can look up the character name. Ooh. I oh, think no. Jesper, I know he's not a sidekick, but I feel like Jesper would be a good prime minister. I'm like, so most of the characters in all of us villains are not side characters, but I know there are characters that aren't as forward as other ones. I think Gavin would be a good okay, okay. prime minister. Okay. Um. What else do I? He's my. He's my pitch. Um. Um. What were you gonna say? No, it's okay. You keep talking. <laughs> I was gonna say, there's um. Oh, what's his name? Oh my gosh, I'm like digging into this. Uh, pile. In my uh room trying to look yeah. for character names uh because you <laughs> decided to ask me questions all based on character names when that is something that i uh you could just say the guy from this book don't remember that feels embarrassing <laughs> you know um, that's what i do so i think um <laughs> luke from Addy, I think, would be hysterical. What a great prime minister. Mm, mm-hmm. Just total as a chaos. as a comedy pitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, this feels like cheating, <laughs> but Rye from Shades of Magic. Okay. But Rye is also a prince, so he's been like prepped to be yeah. a public figure. Okay. Yeah, I like that. So I'm like, it feels like um, cheating, but I also feel like it would be a good one. Okay, slay. Um, oh gosh, who's the character? Who's the one of the roommates from One Last Stop? Um, <laughs> there are five of them. I know, uh, dude. I know. <laughs> uh, who's this guy right at the beginning? Nico. Oh, okay. Stop. I thought you were gonna say the I one with the we- dog or the cat. Dog. Oh. Don't ask me that. I don't know what their name is. <laughs> Guys, I promise uh, we read these books. Yeah, but dude, it's been... I I couldn't even remember a kid I taught you. <laughs> Do I remember a book <laughs> I read in a day? No. No. Um, no. Okay. Great. Oh, I also <laughs> vote for Thorn from A Winter's Promise. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He grew up in a ruthless, ruthless world. He is ready. Gotcha. Okay. Pick a number. 
not three, six, or nine. I love that we only debated the first one, and now we're just listing characters. We're just agreeing. <laughs> this is. I think some of these will. <clears throat> we'll get spicier. to a debate. Okay. Um. How about number two? <laughs> okay. It's the other Hunger Games one. <laughs> oh, sick. What character would survive the Hunger Games, and specifically, who would win? <clears throat> And specifically, who would win? Yes, um, like, who do you think would win the Hunger Games out of all characters? I'm looking at Ray Bearer on your shelf, and the yeah. name of the main character is completely escaping me. Um, Which feels embarrassing. Yeah, please. Okay. Because no, I no, freaking no. love that series, and the fact that I can't no, remember her name. Uh. <laughs> Terrasai? Terrasai? Terrasai. Yeah. Yeah. She would win. 100%. Also, I actually think Brie from Legendborn Oh, yeah. Would win. Yeah. Hands down. Um, Lila Bard. Duh. Yeah. Doesn't even need an explanation. Piper from It Happened One Summer would win. (laughs) not being sarcastic no i I genuinely think think she would win (laughs) i think that girl could girl boss her way to the end of the hunger games i agree i would actually love to see that i think that would be so funny um i also think that um oh yeah this guy from this book oh Uh, aiden what's his name aiden 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 he would just yeah. run and headbutt people. Uh, in from the wall of Winnipeg, Knife for any of our listeners, <laughs> this guy from this book. This guy from this book that I'm holding up. Um, I don't know why I'm um, looking back. Also, at I think Garfield the cat from the Garfield comics. <laughs> I'm serious. Don't laugh. I'm being serious. I no. think he would win. I agree. Oh. I thought you were, I was like, okay, this is where we get into a debate. Garfield would win. No, I think Garfield would win. I am laughing because I think it's funny. But I think he would win. Well, you know who wouldn't win? Odie. Correct. Odie's nuts. Correct. Don't tell him I said that. Um, Um... Oh, you know who would win is the main character from The Wolf and the Woodsman. Oh, yeah. Sure. Well, that same goes for Juniper and Thorn. That main character, whatever her name is. Yeah. It's right here. <laughs> this is the... Dale oh, Francis no! Marlishan? Marlishan. Marlishan. And I, th- um, the name of the main character in The Wolf and the Woodsman is on the tip of my tongue. And I it's can't... literally in my car. I couldn't even tell you right now. I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> yeah, those are my picks. I'm happy with that. I don't need to add any. Yeah, me too. Okay. Where to put my phone? You guys? Okay. Wait. Um, pick another one. Number four. Pick a character. Just, just to pick, both a... pick a character. And then I will tell you what, what you have to do with it. Okay. Got it. 
Okay, what's your character? Sabran from Priory the Orange Tree. Okay, my character is... I didn't pick a character because I was waiting for you. My character <laughs> is... Um, um, Delilah Green from Delilah Green Doesn't Care. Sure. Okay, the question is... What... T-Swift era would they be? Is this when I am fully ass out on the internet because I'm not a Swifty? You can just tell me what you think and then I will tell you what the era would be. <laughs> I thought you were a Swifty. That's on me. Like, I'm a Swifty in a sense that I've probably listened to at least one song off of every album that she's had. Okay, well, that's a I'm good start. I'm not familiar with her eras. Um, okay, they're just okay. for albums. I think the, uh, the era after Red, what was that? 1989. What songs were on that? Welcome to New York. It's no. been waiting for you. Or are we out of the woods yet? Are we out of the woods yet? Or, and now we're No. I don't think Bab is Bad Blood or is that on Reputation? No, I think Blood's she's on. Reputation. Okay, so like Get Away Car and like Are You Ready for It? Yeah, I think. Like, well, what, I think what's era. interesting about Sabron is yeah. I think she starts in like Speak Now, kind okay. of ish, okay. like whatever was right before Speak Now, edging into Speak Now. Like, the cusp of that. Wasn't that her debut? No. Or was it Fearless? Fearless. Fearless. I think. Fearless. And, uh, but, like, more speak now. And then, by the end of the book, Sabran is in Redemption. In, re- in Reputation. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I was, we were gonna smoothly move into that. Uh, hell, yeah, okay. Delilah Green. Mm. I think most people on first glance of Miss Delilah would say reputation because she is tattoos, black, leather pants, yada, yada. Yeah. But I genuinely think Delilah is, I think she's a folklore girly Mm. Mm -hmm. or evermore. Like she's a little artsy fartsy specifically of a, if I was to think of one song that I think Delilah was, I think she would be The Lakes, which is the bonus track. Okay. Um, Take me to the lakes where all the poets went. Da, da. Uh, um, it's very romantic, but also kind of sad. Um, yeah, that's what I think. I think she would be a uh, a tea, a, a, a folklore poorly. Okay. What an interesting question. I just that I, I wasn't really able to answer. <laughs> it's okay. You did. No, answer. but you I did answer it. You did answer it. Okay. Next question. Okay. So what? What have we? What have we done? Six, three. You have eight, seven, five, and one. One, five, seven, eight. Number, <laughs> number one. This is my favorite question. What fictional character? 
no i think it's too controversial um what fictional character would be a coho girly Sarah. that's what i thought too when i wrote it (laughs) i I think (laughs) i think dorian would also be a coho girly uh yeah good for him uh I also think that, <laughs> and I hate this, but I think August from One Last Stop would be a co-ho girl. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> and I was like, I just, there's something about August that I do feel like she would be a co-ho girly. I think she'd grow out of it, but I think, I think she, she would be. I think she- she would hear the rumors and she'd be like, oh, I can't like this person. Yeah. Maybe she'd be a coho girl. That's so funny. That is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Um, um, I feel like Nina would be a coho girly from Six of Crows. <clears throat> yeah, Nina and Alina. Oh, yeah, for sure. And also, like, the redhead. What's her name? Jenya? Yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't get coho vibes from Jenya. I do. In the way that it's like, I just like to turn off my brain and read what I enjoy. Kind of vibes. (laughs) That's the vibes I get. Um who else? Who else? Um the main character in uh Tessa's book from last year. Uh, oh, Hook, Line, and Sinker. Nope, not that one either. Um, the oh, my summer killer vacation. Va- my killer vacation. The main character from that. Yeah, being a co-host, yeah. really. Very fair. Very fair. Um, I think. <laughs> Jessica from Twilight would be a coho girly. Absolutely. <laughs> I think she yeah. is the coho girly. Yeah. She's the OG Coho girly. That is so funny. Um like looking at all my books. I'm also looking at all your books. I'm like, hmm. I think Dorian Gray. Oh the picture okay. of Dorian Gray. <laughs> yeah. So oh the middle sister from this one. Yes. From yes. Juniper and Thorn, the middle sister. I was also gonna say, I think maybe Meg or Beth from Little Women would would be coho girlies. And I get the reference because I watched the movie finally over Christmas. I feel like uh, I do feel like people could see Amy being a coho girly, but I don't think Amy is a coho girly. I think she's like an irony coho girly. Like she was the kind of girl who would read Twilight and be like those stupid girls. (laughs) Um, Yes, but I agree very much Meg probably closeted Beth like Beth would read it under her covers with the the lens because she would watch Joe and Amy like bullying Meg for reading it and be like oh no she's like not allowed to read it she's like drama romance um oh the main character from the silent patient the woman who doesn't talk coho girly yeah she's been traumatized by coho yeah a good list it is who 
was like the antithesis of a coho girly. Who would never be a coho girly? Oh. I feel like all the characters we said that would win the Hunger Games. Robin from Babel was the antithesis of coho girly for mm-hmm. me. Piper. Who okay. is it? Who was in the would win the Hunger Games? Yeah, I stand by gotcha. everybody that would win the Hunger Games would not be a coho girly. Not that we're not that we have a certain opinion about coho girlies or anything. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, um, ooh. <clears throat> I nobody from Priory. None of that. Okay. Them. No, fair. Well, I think that goes is even like I don't think anyone from uh, a lot of like high fantasy, except for like <laughs> the gesture character, might be Coho fans. Sure. Um. Yeah. No, Kel from Shades Magic. No. And neither is Lila. Absolutely not. No. Fair. Not Isabella Swan because she only likes the classics. T. She only reads the Weathering Heights. She only reads the Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> no coho to be had here. Coho. <laughs> no coho. To- and then by extension, Anastasia Steele. And then by extension, the main character from Gabriel's Inferno. Because they all are what? The same Bella character. <laughs> this yeah. whole universe of women who would absolutely not read coho books. But the only true line is Twilight fanfiction. Yeah. It's kind of beautiful. I love it. Okay, next question. Number eight. Uh, what fictional world should not be allowed to exist in real life? If like if we were one day allowed to travel into books, mm-hmm. what fictional world should not should no, we can't. So many of them. I know. Pick one and let's debate the crap out of this one. Okay. I am going to go with, (laughs) I had an answer and then I debated myself out of it in my head. I know. (laughs) Um, I am going to say, it's funny because so many of the worlds that I have read about recently especially like high fantasy ones are based on um pieces of our society a hundred percent so they already exist that i'm like okay which ones are fully fictional well i think at some point they're all going to be a little bit like there's not a lot of books i've read that are like a hundred percent like fictionalized there's still a little bit of earth to them okay i have my answer Is Romero? Hmm. You really? I should have prepared for this episode, man. Well, you didn't. You didn't have the questions. My my answer is Caraval, and let me tell you why. I <laughs> in this essay, I will tell you why. I do not think we should ever let Caraval happen in real life. A. They kill people. B. Um, the main love interest is bald, which. I have feelings about. <laughs> Third of all, 
if you're bald out there, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry you're finding out, finding this out this way. Um, three, there's a lot of gaslighting in this book. A lot of gaslighting, a lot of like, also like you pay for things with your blood, which is like days of your life, which I was like, stop, stop, stop. Mm. Like this girl gets sick. And by the girl, I do mean the main character, Scarlet. Scarlet gets sick or something, or she takes on someone's sickness. She has to give days of her life up. And I was like, like not like, like she goes to sleep and she wakes up days later and she's like, those days are gone. Kind of scary. Also in this book, her sister's named, uh, her sister gets kidnapped in this book. And spoiler alert. She is is kidnapped. Well, she, we know she gets kidnapped in the first, but it's like, does she actually get kidnapped or does she actually not get kidnapped? Is she in on things or not? Um, which I, you know, I'll keep as a spoiler. You find out. But um, family lies to family a lot. And then mm. also in the third book, they turn people into, no, in the spinoff, uh, What's Upon a Broken Heart, they turn people into stone and they just like get they turned into statues and I was like mm. I don't like that that seems like not fun for me <laughs> and there's also a carousel in the first book and sewers and they go through the family opera style paddling in sewers I love the carousel and sewers yeah or at the same well, the carousel leads into the sewers the carousel <gasps> like like forbidden what's the what's the tree in Harry Potter called? The, the, oh, the Whomping Willow. The Whomping Willow Weeping. That should weeping, not. Whomping. 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 Weeping Willow. Whomping no, willow. that's that's what the actual tree is called. In, yes, in yes, that's life. why I'm like, what the? Called Weeping Willow. Yeah, but in and Harry then Potter, willow. it's a Whomping Willow. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so it like opens Whomping Willow style where like, stairs and then they go down into the sewers got it and then the the guy dies but does he really i don't know you'll have to wait and see and read the book okay anyway carball my answer slightly inspired by yours maybe uh is the night circus which I feel like a lot of people are going to be like, Deirdre, that's your favorite book. Why Deirdre, wouldn't you want it book? to be Why wouldn't you reality? Want it to be real? And my answer for you is The Night Circus, <gasps> as it is in the book, if yeah. we were to bring it into reality, is yeah. born out of a death match. Mm. And there's all of this magic that has intertwined people's lives into it and the mm-hmm. balance of maintaining the circus relies on the contracts people have signed and yeah like their lives are tied to the circus um there are like mm-hmm. two characters that are born when the circus opens on its opening day and so yeah. their the, their lives are like intrinsically tied to this circus. So there's this like element of like, which as a reader is really exciting to read about because there's an element of danger and you like don't really know what's going to happen. And there's these like twists. Um, but in reality, it's a little like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, little spooks. Little spooks. Little, little spooks. spooks. 
well, I feel like th- these have two very similar energies. Um, yeah. Why I think Caravel should not, not be allowed more than Night Circus um, is because Caravel, um, Caravel, uh, you have to, you have to, uh, you the main character writes letters to Caravel, so they believe that letters is a superior kind of uh, conversation message uh, deliverer, and we know that's not true. We should never let that happen again. Carrier pigeons only. <laughs> um, and why the night circus is the yeah. more superior answer. Yeah. Is because um I genuinely don't believe that there is anybody on this earth that could run a circus, a secret circus. So this, the whole thing about the circus is that you never know where its next destination is going to be. Same with Carnival. It just Maybe. pops up. Yeah, but you didn't say that that was the reason. It just yeah, pops up out of nowhere. And then it moves on to the next place. And I genuinely, you know, I do not think that there is anybody on this planet that is that level of organized. Okay. And I think there are people that are going to be in my comment section being like, my comment section, this comment section, like, I don't think so. And as somebody that is currently working in an industry where high levels of organization are needed. Yeah. Let me tell you, incompetence wins out. Um, I disagree with you vehemently. And let me tell you why. I do believe there is one person who could make this work, who is organized enough. Because that is the man who organized an airstrike on his love interest sister, Gail Hawthorne. <laughs> but again, we're talking about reality here, Danielle. You said... Uh, what about my answer was not reality? Gail exists. He could exist. <laughs> you said, what yeah. is a fictional world that should not be real? Yeah. So and then, you said there's nobody that organized, and I said Gail Hawthorne could do it. Or do you want me to n- name a real person? I think it has to be a real person, because the reason okay, I'm saying okay. it could never exist is because it can't exist in our reality, not a fictional any, reality. Any stage manager in a community theater production could organize the Night Circus. <sighs> any stage manager who's ever had a kid course in anything could do it. I don't know. Who's not getting paid, who's volunteering their time, they could do it. <laughs> Those people move the moon. I don't know. Those people move the moon. Uh, alternatively, I would say um, the um, <laughs> the <laughs> the oldest person on any teaching staff could do it. Just the, like, should have retired five years ago, they could do it. Um, and what I will say to you is for your answer <laughs> as to why Caraval, <laughs> the antithesis well, reason. like you hate it. Carval. <laughs> you say like you hate it. <laughs> is because letters are the superior method Don't of say communication. Me, Coming from Little Miss, I send voice memos constantly. <laughs> How dare you? Like voice memos, voice memos are convenient to me, but I am also the person that will hand write holiday cards to people. They might arrive a year late, 
it happens. But I did write them. <laughs> That's true. Um, what I would say to you is <laughs> letter writing is not the superior form of communication because what about the people who can't read, Deirdre? What about the people who cannot read? Sorry about it. They're, they, they're not going to know. And now I'm getting canceled for Carvalho. ableism. Thanks. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> this is all hypothetical here. Um, someone could read them the letters, I'm sure. Um, I did watch an anime that was about pretty much that concept. So I kept thinking, oh, oh we could, it could just be the anime. Um, but anime is not real life either. <sighs> if only. If only. Okay. We've got two left, I think. Five and seven? Yeah. Let's go seven. Okay. What character would lose a thumb for? <laughs> so weak. Or doesn't have thumbs. <laughs> I do think... <laughs> Percy Jackson would lose a thumb more. <laughs> he would like not be paying attention to Grover. <laughs> he would lose it to Grover. Oh, for sure. For sure. That's funny. Um I think that oh yeah, President Snow would lose a thumb war. Absolutely. He'd be monologuing and coughing up blood and he would totally miss the boat. Just totally miss TB. the boat. He has the consumption. Does he actually have TB? Does he actually? Is that why he coughs blood? I think so. Isn't it? You know what? I do believe they addressed it in this book. And I... <laughs> and I am the one who did read that book. The only reason... It took me a year to read it. I feel like the only reason they ever Let have people it. coughing up blood is because they've got the consumption. But he was eaten... I, well, I don't actually know if he was eating people, but people were eating people. Um, let me, why does... I feel like it wouldn't make it? sense for that to be the reason in the first trilogy when this book came out ten years later. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. It is in this book, and it is not consumption. Oh. Um, he has bleeding sores in his mouth from the poison that he's like slowly dosing himself with so that he won't die of poison when he does those like you know like yes. thing from the princess bride yes um yes so he's because he's got sores in his mouth <clears throat> got it um you know who would win a thumb war yeah who Sina. Okay, yeah, he's got probably got like huge nails, just like <laughs> ouchie, ouchie. Um, who would win a thumb war? Um, you know who would probably win a thumb war? <laughs> I think. Um... even know if any of these people would because i feel like it's a specific talent to win a thumb war yeah 
It's not just anybody that's winning thumb wars. No, you, you, you know, know who's winning a thumb war? Skills. Nikolai. Okay, sure. Yeah. Unless it's against Zoya, and then Zoya would win. Correct. Correct. Um. Okay, come here then. My cat would win a thumb war. Oh, baby boy. Okay, last question. Because I don't you have didn't any answer. answers. I know, I don't. Uh, Tina Fey from her book, Boss <laughs> I would believe Tina Fey could win a thumb war. I think Tina Fey could. Uh, All right, okay. what's the last question then? Great question. Pick a fictional character. Huh? Pick a fictional character. Sorry, the it cut out for a second and I was like, what? You said, excuse me? <laughs> Pick a different fictional character than one you chose before. Okay. Um, That's not helpful. Uh, Ollie can stop it. I'm going to pick Edward Cullen. I'm going to pick Kaz Brecker. Okay. Ready for the question? Yeah. What song would they sing in the shower? <laughs> what song would Kaz Brecker sing in the shower? What song? I think Kaz would sing some Frank Sinatra. <laughs> I think no, he'd be he pulling wouldn't. up the oldies. He would like the old, he would be singing Jersey Boys and Frank I did Sinatra. It, oh my god. <laughs> um I'm going to counter your offer for Cas Brecker. I think Cas Brecker would be listening to like uh taped affirmations. <laughs> like, <laughs> you see in the movies where people put them in and it's like, I am worthy. Yes. I am good. <laughs> that too. Affirmation. <laughs> Just in the shower. Um I think Edward Cullen would would sing t- um like Hungarian dance number five, like do 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 like any kind of like classical piece. I think yeah. little idiot would just be singing classical pieces. Or or, like, I feel like he would also be, like, the insufferable, like, yeah, this German band who kills goats in their performances and um, and, and stuffs a million dollars into the corpse. Like, like just, like, insufferable yeah. indie hipster. Yeah. Uh, or Schneid Twain, one of one of three. Okay, I could see Edward listening to Shania. Well, or Celine Dion, maybe more than Shania Twain, but. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I could see Kaz listening to some Celine. Yeah, I drove all night <laughs> to Okay, that's our debate, baby cakes. <laughs> Was it a debate? <laughs> question and answer, baby. Was a That's my and question answer. for you. I thought, I think we need to re-look at the debate format, but I think it was funny regardless. I agree. I think it's funny because uh, we really both put our whole ass on the internet showing 
how good our memories are. It's true, and I also got mad at you for thinking that Garfield would not win the Hunger Games when we were both on the same side. Yeah, when absolutely. Garfield would beat everybody. Oh, 100%. Garfield is like a cockroach. Oh, He's yeah. Forever. You're not getting rid of Garfield. No. no, no not no. a chance. All right. Current read. What you reading? Okay. Listen. Okay. Oh I'm God. just dropping shit. Uh, I had a week to myself because <gasps> I was sick, which okay. gave me all the time in the world to read A Day of Fall and Night hey. by Samantha Shannon. This big, big, big boy. And it was mm-hmm. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally said to someone yesterday, I finished it a week and a half ago. Yeah. I said I would I could reread it right now. What? That's how much I really like I loved it. Slay. Um, it's out when this episode comes out. So That's if you haven't true. picked up the day of fall and night, go pick it up. Um if you can, it's so heavy. I know. Um, I literally, it is so, not only is it thick, it's tall. So when I'm just like around, I'm like hugging it like a baby. I'm carrying it like a baby. So this book takes place 500 years before the events of Priory of the Orange Tree. Yep. And there are a couple characters that we meet in Priory that make appearances in this book Mm -hmm. because there are characters in Priory that can live that law. Um, but there are also other characters who we like heard about in Priory um, as like historical figures, but we're getting to know what is going on at this point. So at this point in the book, we know that historically the, the whole lore of this world is that this big bad dragon worm thing was yeah. trying to burn the world down. And so he ended up being vanquished, or so half the world thinks, by this mm-hmm. knight who had a wife named Cleoland, and the two of them had a baby. And the ancestors of this knight are what keeps the nameless one, that's what his name is, um, locked away. And all of the queens, because it's always a daughter that's born into this family, look identical. However, it is revealed pretty early on in this book uh, that the knight is not who vanquished the nameless one. And that it was, in fact, Cleoland, um, who he was in love with. And this is kind of spoil. This is like a big spoiler point for Priory. Um, so if you do choose to read this first, you are going to know this going in. Um, yeah. but Cleoland, uh, was being pursued by this knight and she was like, no, no, leave me alone. And so she is actually the founder and like mother of the Priory, which exists Mm. in the South of this world. Um, and so their whole deal is that they are protecting the families 
that are descendants of her family, as well as the like balance in mm-hmm. the world. Um, and so we see the balance starting to unravel. Um, there is a lot of question as to, you know, whose religion is really standing out and um is actually true there's a lot of faiths rocked um but we really get to know more about each region of the world and it's the same trying to think who the povs are in this book yes so we get to know the same areas of the world as priory as well as one extension and I loved it. Like, I think both of the stories are able to stand alone, um, but they also support each other really well. There were parts of it Mm -hmm. where I was like, oh, wait, who was this person in in Priory? And like, oh, I remember them mentioning this. But then it was kind of nice to kind of be like, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't need that backstory of Priory. And you also don't need this as a backstory to Priory. Like, you could genuinely enjoy them. As separate entities but it is really fun to have them um joined because they are connected uh and it is oh, yeah. a masterpiece i think something that you had said to me when you started reading priory reminded me that it took me about 200 pages to really like feel like i was getting a grasp for priory and to really feel like i had yeah. steam ahead like steam going whereas with this from the moment I opened it I couldn't put it down um and it has a really really nice ebb and a flow to it um and the way she staggered the POVs you're like oh but what's happening to this person um and she genuinely makes you care about every single POV like I wanted to know what was happening to everybody all at once which made me want to keep reading it and it was quite magical Woohoo! Woohoo indeed. And my light just went out. Lovely. Oh no. Um. Okay. Well, I'm currently reading two books. Gonna. I'm. I'm currently reading three books. This is a dirty run lie. Uh, and I'm gonna keep the second or the third one for our next episode. <laughs> sure. Um. But two. So I'm reading. Um, things. Oh God, what is the title of this book? Things We Hide from the Light by Lucy Score, which is the sequel to Things We Never Got Over, which was the Blue Daisy book that I read. It has blue daisy, blue daisies on the cover. Um, it's the sequel. It's like very much same world but different stories. Like, although I will say she does not mess around like i'm wildly confused with what is going on in this book because i do not remember a lot of what happened in things we never got over uh and she does not back up at all she does not give you a review or refresher she goes this is from the day after the other book ends and i'm like wait what is happening in this book who are these people again uh (laughs) but it is it is a romance book um it's a romance book that follows so the protagonist whoever the protagonist ends up in the first book Knox um 
it's his brother, Nash. Nashville, Knoxville. Woof. Sure. Nash is the brother. He's a police. He gets, spoiler he's alert, shot in the... He, he's, of course he's police. He gets shot in the first book. Uh, mm-hmm. He gets shot twice in the chest, I think. Okay. So we pick up the book with him basically like floating through life. He doesn't want to go to work. He's like battling really dark depression. And then this woman who's friends with Knox, like longtime friends, moves in next door to him at his apartment complex. Okay. Um, and she's an insurance agent, but like the kind that like bounty hunter like hunts people down for fraud and stuff. Sure. Which I don't know much about. Feels very much like a US thing. Uh, I don't quite understand it, but it is what it is. But they're basically like he's obsessed with her because he's she's the only thing that makes him feel alive and like like he wants to continue to live which is a little like shade like you should probably see a therapist uh but it's very interesting it's lucy score writes a really good romance book because it's always like there's a some weight and gravity to it Mm -hmm. um which I really like. But again, her books are like 500 pages. So if you're not in the mood for a 500 page romance, uh, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Zone so I'm reading it. that. And then I started yesterday uh, on my drive back from Calgary to Lethbridge. I started The Anthropocene Reviewed by oh. John Green. And it is so freaking good. That's what everybody I'm obsessed with it. Um, I love his idea. So he 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 talks about first of all it's a COVID book, which I was like, wah, wah. like he writes about the first chapter talks about if we go on and like his worries about the pandemic, which if you need time away from that, mayhaps not the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but get out of there, stinky, stinky. Um, but he talks about how he had written these essays. These he got hired at this book review like magazine book thing book list or something where he would have to write 127 word reviews for books and how he used to do that for years and he was like reviews for things had to be so short but it was like how do you convey in such short amount of time something meaningful and then he was like, well, and then computers and AI came along and we had to put things into numerical. So one through five stars uh, to, to rate things because AI can't interpret words in the same way that they can interpret numbers. Right. Uh, so then he just has all these random things that he, from the Anthropocene, which is the era of humanity, of time that we are currently in, oh. that like uh, anthropologists or archaeologists rather sure. uh are going to call this era of time Anthropocene, uh, which is so exciting. So it's the Anthropocene reviewed. So we just like the first the first uh, essay review that he wrote was on Canada geese, uh, Canadian geese. And he like reviewed it, and then he does a, a, a chapter on velociraptors and how velociraptors are actually not the way that Jurassic Park conveys them to be. They're like little short and they're covered in feathers. But he was like, we think, and he, it's always like a bigger cultural question that he ends up bringing up like he's like diet dr pepper but it's like actually diet dr pepper is the only thing dr pepper is the only thing that doesn't taste like anything because it's just a whole bunch of things mixed together that it was the first drink that was invented that tasted like nothing we'd ever tasted before because everything else was a mimicry of something and i was like oh my god these big people i'm like driving to calgary like (laughs) i'm thinking all these thoughts uh 
but he he narrates the book himself which I love I've right. really been enjoying uh just listening to people talk about the things they're passionate about I'm like god it's just so good but it he talks about his OCD he talks about um other diseases that he's lived through when his uh illnesses and he talks mm-hmm. about his family and his wife and then he talks about like silly things he talks about a lot of historical things like I'm on uh that chapter where he talks about staph infections like okay how he had a staph infection in his eye and he's like if it was the <sighs> 1940s um I would be dead and he talks about how yeah. like uh disinfectants were made and how all those things that save people and like surgeries and there's no longer a last ditch effort to save people's lives. It was actually a useful tool. Right. Uh, so it's just like, if you like facts, facts make you happy, uh, knowing things, knowing weird things uh, or just abstract things makes you happy. I cannot recommend this. And then at the end of every chapter, he goes, uh, he gives it a five out of five star review of whatever he's talking about, which I think is just so fun. So then That's he goes so like cute. the last Raptors four and a half stars <laughs> like, yeah. I love uh, that it's I cannot recommend because I also feel like it's a book that you could probably listen to because every chapter is about 15 mm. minutes which I is have nice the audiobook I just haven't listened to it yet I think it's one that you could like listen to over many months and just be like all right I'm putting it on for 15 minutes today because right. nothing overlaps which is really nice it's very oh, fun it's fiction and- right uh so every chapter is just a different review uh it's delightful. I'm cool. enjoying it so much. I cannot recommend it enough. Love it. Well, that's our show. So many good books. So many so good characters. Many. Um, I think my my light let us know that it was time to go. Wee wee. Wee wee. Pooping out on me. Um, I don't know why. The outros this season are tripping me up every time. I can do it. Ready? Watch this. Hey, thanks for listening to Books on the Brain. We're a podcast uh, that talks about books and stuff. And hey, if you want to talk to us, uh, we want to hear from you. So please go to our Instagram, Books on the Brain pod. Um, or you can send us an email, booksonthebrain at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voice memo on Anchor. Oh, and also you can follow us. At, uh, no, you can go on YouTube and you're not you don't have you're going to you're gonna go onto youtube now you're gonna stop what you're doing if you're driving pull over you're gonna go to youtube and you're gonna follow us and you're gonna like the video and you're gonna watch my face because i used a denman brush for the first time last night and my hair looks very cool thanks um um and then you're gonna go to you're gonna listen to us on all pop 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 all podcast platforms uh because we're there so you're gonna go listen to us there and also if you want to listen to not both of us at the same time just one of us at a time we have our own private social medias deirdre's at at deirdre rose morgan on tiktok and instagram and on youtube and i'm at dj books on tiktok instagram and pinterest nice rapid fire i like it I didn't breathe. <laughs> Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Oh, yeah. And we will chat Shoot. to you in the next one. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>